0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. A collapsed condo building comes down. I feel relief because this building was unstable. Festivities for the 4th. Just think back to where this nation was a year ago. Hackers demand millions to end the latest ransomware attack. Endangering hundreds of U.S. companies. Good morning. I'm Matt Piper in New York with the CBS World News Roundup. Though 121 people still remained missing. What was the other half of a collapsed condo building in Surfside, Florida, came crumbling to the ground last night in a planned demolition of what was left. Correspondent Manuel Borges is at the scene this morning and says officials made the decision due to do an impending tropical storm. Crews prepared for the demolition in just two days. Officials had stressed concerns the structure was at risk of falling and could be further damaged by Tropical Storm Elsa. They say teams will now be able to search for victims in parts of the rubble that were previously off limits. We will have our first responders back on the pile to immediately resume their work. In an emergency hearing less than an hour before the demolition, a judge denied a homeowner's request to re-enter the building to search for her cat. Officials say they used drones and thermal imaging to find life with little success, but they acknowledge tearing down the high-rise represents another loss for residents. WFOR-TV meteorologist Lizette Gonzalez has more on the tropical storm's track. Elsa has slowed down, and this has been a trend that has been taking place throughout the weekend. So now, in terms of any impacts, especially for the Keys, where the worst of the weather is expected, anticipating that will likely be late tonight, overnight, into tomorrow morning overseas to Japan, That's it. That's where workers are doing all they can looking for about 80 people who are feared dead after a landslide at an eastern coast resort town. More than two days after the mudslide tore a path of destruction through the town of Atami, nearly 1,000 firefighters, members of the self-defense forces and police continue to search for dozens of residents. Housing development is suspected of helping trigger the mudslide. Lucy Craft, CBS News, Tokyo. As Americans coast-to-coast looked up last night for 4th of July celebrations, the same can be said for the country as it eases out of the pandemic. WTOP's Valerie Bonk was at the National Mall. Many who spent the day on the National Mall to see the sky light up for D.C.'s fireworks display were excited to gather in crowds again. Barbara Jerka said it's always been a goal of hers, but delayed her plans last year because of the pandemic. It's Feeling like it's getting back to normal again. Bryson Gulick and his dad set up 80 chairs hours ahead of time on the National Mall as family and friends visited for the first time from out of state. Some of them, it's their first time in D.C. as well, so it's a great time to be out here. President Biden spoke COVID-19 from the White House before the celebrations. While the virus hasn't been vanquished, we know this. It no longer controls our lives. It no longer paralyzes our nation. And it's within our power to make sure it never does again. But the U.S. fell short of his July 4th vaccine goal of 70% of Americans at least partially vaccinated. As of this weekend, the number was about 67%. Dr. Ajit Shah of Brown University on CBS this morning. We still have hundreds of Americans dying every week of this disease. Uh, 99 plus percent of them are people who are unvaccinated. Uh, That's where this virus really is circulating among unvaccinated Americans. Hackers are demanding $70 million to end the biggest ransomware attack on record. CBS's Catherine Herridge says it hit victims of at least 17 countries. Hackers hit IT software company Kaseya Friday. They infected some of its customers that rely on the network management system, including Swedish grocery chain Co-op, which closed most of its 800 stores for a second day Sunday because their cash register software shut down. After recent ransomware breaches at Colonial Pipeline and JBS, a major meat processor, Homeland Security warned that ransomware attacks are likely to increase in the near and long term. In a statement, Kaseya said, customer teams continue to work around the clock to resolve the issue and restore our customers to service. The U.S. military is completing its withdrawal from Afghanistan after 20 years. There is one indisputable victory. Bin Laden was finally killed. His 9-11 henchmen captured. And Al Qaeda did not launch another successful attack on America. But 2,400 dead, 20,000 wounded, and nearly $1 trillion in treasure could not remake Afghanistan in the American image. Was that ever achievable? In retrospect, I don't think so. Afghanistan once again earned its reputation as the graveyard of empires. David Martin, CBS News, The Pentagon. Pope Francis is said to be doing well after a planned intestinal surgery he had done last night. Our Chris Livesay is in Rome, where the pontiff is recouping at a hospital. The Vatican says the surgery was a success, and the pope is now recovering. This is the first time the 84-year-old pontiff has been hospitalized since his election in 2013, and he's generally been in good health, although he does suffer from sciatica and had part of a lung removed in his youth. It's bye-bye for Bezos. Today is his last day as Amazon CEO. After 27 years in the chair, Jeff Bezos will be handing day-to-day running of the business he founded to his web services chief, Andy Jassy. The Wall Street Journal reports Bezos has often said executive transitions should be boring to ensure stability, but there's nothing boring about Bezos' immediate plans. He's launching himself into space in a couple of weeks in a capsule built by his rocket company, Blue Origin, other plans, climate-focused philanthropy, and improving conditions at Amazon. Warehouses. Vicki Barker, CBS News. Los Angeles Angels star Shohei Ohtani is celebrating. Big shift defensively. Let's take a ride with another Shohei homer. He's become the first All-Star selection as both a hitter and a pitcher. This guy is either celebrating or sick today. Rip, rip. Bad from ESPN as Joey Chestnut beat his own record at the annual Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest at Brooklyn's Coney Island, taking down 76 of them in 10 minutes. Another reason to get as much shut-eye as you can. Research indicates people whose bedtime habits are early to bed and early to rise may be at lower risk for depression than those who are night owls and get fewer hours of sleep. I suspect that a large part of that has to do with your natural body clock and social expectations. UC Health sleep expert Dr. Katherine Green tells late-nighters. These are genes that you can intentionally modify if you need to or if you have the desire to. Stefan Kaufman, CBS News. Shakari Richardson is hitting back at those who have been commenting on her Olympic ban for smoking marijuana. She tweeted, all these perfect people that know how to live life, I'm 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 glad I'm not one of them. The 21-year-old was handed down a one-month ban by the IOC after she tested positive for THC. That's the World News Roundup for Monday, July 5th, 2021. I'm Matt Piper, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation.